0: Last time on this podcast, we discussed how keeping a sin secret doesn't work. It, it comes out eventually, and it does harm your marriage. Today, we're going to talk about ways you can get help even after a hidden sin has been discovered. I'm John Fuller, joined in the studio by Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. They head up our marriage department here at Focus, and we're going to return now to a conversation with Dave and Kirsten Samuel. They shared with Jim Daly and me how Dave was working in ministry, and uh, it came to light that he was struggling with a pornography addiction. Let's go ahead and hear Jim Daly as he picks up the conversation.
1: Let me let me uh, make sure, again, I'm trying to sit in that place of someone listening that may be in that spot. And they're saying to themselves, I, I can manage this. They're where you were back before you were found out. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, okay, episodically, you know, there's times when I, you know, I slip, and you know, but I shake it off, and you know, I'm ready to go. Speak to the adjectives of addiction. How, how would a person know they're addicted?
2: Well, there's that cycle of, what we call is a cycle of shame, where you're great, you know, everything's everything's going well, and then something triggers, and you fall into sin, and then you feel the shame and the guilt of that, and then. You say, okay, I'm not going to do it anymore, and then you, you start feeling better, and then you're at the top of the cycle where you're feeling great, and then something else triggers it, and but it just, just keeps working. It keeps going that around wheel. and around mm-hmm. right? And you cannot do it by yourself, yeah. because it's just, there's, it's too difficult to do that. You need others, you know, there's a reason why James talks about confessing your sins to one another and praying for each other that you may mm-hmm. be healed. There is healing and there is strength in numbers you know you look in the animal kingdom and it's the the wolves that get the one animal off away from the herd yeah they pick it up right Mm -hmm. and and that's the lie that many that are in addiction whatever it is yeah that's all right so
1: we have this tension we're feeling it listening to your story i mean you're coming home you've been married 25 years you're almost empty nesters and dave comes home with this news that he may get fired because he's addicted to pornography and the workplace found out what were your first steps in dealing with this? Besides that emotion that we just heard from both of you, I mean, your weak need collapse, mm-hmm. which every spouse would have, I think. That's mm-hmm. reasonable. Mm-hmm. It's a broken heart all of a sudden. I, and I would say, yeah, Kirsten, I want to hear your your response to that sense of betrayal. Mm-hmm. I mean, what went through your mind in those next few hours about the man you've been married to for 25 years that you really didn't know
3: i went you know i describe it as when i think back and it was a nanosecond where i went through this a, a huge range of emotions first of all was disbelief second was how dare you followed by anger then followed by you you couldn't have stuck a knife into my heart any harder yeah. than that to know that he exchanged me for pornography and um and then like i said then anger and you know i look back on it and i think you know the holy spirit was was very present with me at that point because the first thing i said was we need help you know and i said and you have to tell the kids i said i'm not telling them you have to tell them this is your mess
1: right this is the moment of truth and everything right i mean this it's palpable i can feel it i mean that tension you have to talk about this how did that go? Telling your young adults, it was rough.
2: I mean, it, I have loved being a dad, sure. and so to bring them in and to say, "Guys, I have failed big time," was really humbling. And not, I really didn't know how they were going to react, and, and that was the big thing. Of, okay, are they going to disown me and and go into an anger cycle, or or what? Mm-hmm like Kirsten said, our, our youngest son was, was at college. So he was actually out of the country. So we weren't able to talk to him right away, but, uh, we did, um, call our daughter and son-in-law and, and to our son. And, um, it was totally different than what I expected. They, mm. they showed grace, they showed love, they showed forgiveness. And that was huge, because I thought for sure we were going to lose the kids, and I just didn't want that.
0: As we mentioned last time, Greg, uh, this is the topic for the month. It's a difficult topic. Uh, Pornography affects so many individuals, so many couples, so many families. So one of the things that comes to mind is, uh, as we hear from Dave and Kirsten is it's important to confess our sins. Uh, There's a safety issue here. Like I'm not going to confess because I know what she's gonna do or I know what he's gonna say, so how do we get past that hurdle what's what are the steps to take
3: yeah it's it's a it's a scary place to be in I mean, let's be honest because here um it, when you're coming out of this season of having a secret sin, you've maintained that by not telling anybody, and that's been a part of the problem. And, and now that that's out, now you're wanting to, like you said, John, confess and 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 bring community around you and your, your marriage. Um, th- that That is scary. And I would say, first of all, just be aware of the fear. And oftentimes the fear is, what will this mean about my reputation? If people hear this and share it with someone else, mm. you know, now I'm even being exposed further. What will people think about me? And, you know, that that's that's your issue. That's something that you need to take to the Lord and make that a matter of prayer, just going, God, this is a scary time because I'm worried about how people are going to um, perceive me and what they're going to say about me. And, and, God, you matter. What you think, what would how you perceive me, that's really all I want to worry about. So part of it is just releasing that because, John, quite frankly, if my goal is to try to figure out who's trustworthy or not, you're never going to get there. mm mm-hmm. Because you can do the very best. We could give you, here's 10 signs of a trustworthy person, and that person probably is going to violate that. And it, So versus trying to control who's safe and who's not, and therefore I'll share with this person or not this person, make it more of a matter of prayer. Just going, God, I'm going to trust you. You've, you've brought me this far. God, you've brought people into my life. I'm just going to trust that, that whoever you bring and whoever I intersect with, that this is an opportunity for me to keep practicing what it's like to admit what was going on, to be vulnerable, to 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 put that out there, not worried then what what will they do with it? Because mm-hmm. that that's the piece. If I try to control that, that is such a losing battle. And I get, I mean, there's people in our lives that I'm like, no way, am I going to share with that person? But for the person who's kept the secret, it's very easy to rationalize. Well, I'm just not going to tell anybody because they're not safe. Versus really going, God, just keep bringing people into my life. I'm going to share. I'm going to share my story. That's such a part of the growth and the health of recovering from pornography. Mm-hmm. So just make it a matter of prayer, a matter of trusting in the Lord. Let let him deal with, with your reputation and what these people will do with it. Let that be about God. Mm-hmm.
0: And Aaron, I'm going to pull you in because uh, the two of you worked on the No Porn Marriage Podcast. Yeah. Uh, How did you feel as the spouse, as Greg was talking about this very thing?
4: Yeah, it's, it's recognizing that you are also vulnerable. And as Greg was talking about that, I'm just so thankful that he was willing to put it into the light, because keeping that sin and darkness has, it not only impacts you personally, even your brain, your how your brain operates, but also the marriage. It has a great impact on the marriage. And, you know, as, as Greg has told his story, we have talked about and we have shared as far as who are the people that are safe in our life. And I I love what you're saying, Greg, that yes, we trust God when he brings someone across our path and you're being prompted to tell your story, but also using wisdom and discernment. And it's not my right to spray Greg's story all over the place. It's his story. But you're part of it. Yes. And it is our story. Yes. And I know that we have talked about like, what does that look like? What does that sound like as far as sharing with others? It can't be at the cost of Greg.
3: And we do check in, actually, with each other, Hmm. Um, whatever we talk about and share, whatever stories. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have an agreement, because we we do marriage events that... That we agree that there are certain stories that we don't share publicly, even though I would love to
0: share every story.
4: I'm trying to think of one.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> It's the one with that guy, John Fuller. How the, he... the
0: beauty of being um, with you on a regular basis is I know how real you are, and you are very transparent because God uses even the pain points. Once He brings, once He drags that sin out into the open, then the enemy is released from having that hold right. on your life. That's and you exactly get to right. tell other people. I've been here, done that. Here's a way out. It's yes. freeing. So if we haven't uh, yet made it clear, no porn marriages produced by Focus features Greg and Aaron. It's uh, going to be linked in the episode notes. We'll also have the book by Kirsten Samuel, uh, Choosing a Way Out, which tells more of their story, how God uh, redeemed this situation that Kirsten and Dave were facing. It's available for a generous donation, either monthly or a one-time gift to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. The links are in the show notes. Next time, we're going to be hearing from Chuck Bentley and his wife, Anne. They'll be talking about financial struggles that they had as a couple and how they overcame those. For now, on behalf of Greg, Aaron, and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.